Hello, loved ones. This is Matt. I had recorded a self-love podcast episode, and I haven't even listened to it or edited it. But, well, actually, I've got several episodes that I have recorded. Um, but the last few weeks have been very, have been very uh, testing, let's put it that way. That's kind of the word that keeps popping up. Is being tested. Well, a few weeks ago, my dog, 18-year-old dog, my beloved Cooper, passed away tragically. And yes, at the age of 18, I was fully expecting it to happen at uh, any moment. But the uh, how it happened, yeah, well, that's that's the tragic part. Then exactly two weeks ago, my beloved girlfriend, my partner in life, has had an, a, too much going on in her own life, legitimately, and decided we need to uh, not be together. The relationship was, you know, full of love. We had mutual goals, trust. It was ironclad. Really, it was ironclad. Or so it seemed. She has a lot of issues, as I said, in her life. And they're real and unavoidable. And, well, kind of unavoidable. In, in some cases, they could be handled differently. But you can't, you can't pick your family. And that's just how it goes. The thing is, she said, I did nothing wrong and her feelings have not changed. She just has got too much on her plate. And she's right. She does. She is the strongest person I've ever met. I actually legitimately very much admire her strength. And I love her, but things don't always work out, do they? So with regards to our relationship, there's really nothing to fix. There's nothing we can do to make things better between us. Everything was fine. So all I got left is to focus on myself and I'm going to wish her the best. She is an amazing woman and I hope she finds peace. So I'm left with a few choices. Sure, I could relapse. That's an option, but not for me. I say it's an option because let's just be real. It is an option. It's not a good option, obviously. This is something that we all know. But it is an option, nonetheless. So, I acknowledge that fact. I say that's not for me, and I move on. Let's not kid ourselves. So, I had recorded an episode about self-love. And how it applies to being an addict in recovery. Also, about how it applies to law of attraction, law of assumption. All the things that we want to do to better ourselves. And I know I push a lot on momentum. And how we can use the momentum of getting sober in the first place to go onward and upward to even bigger and better things. In most people's case... Creating momentum is the hardest part. So, in our case, we have a momentum already built for us. Let's not squander that momentum. Let's, let's ride the wave. But with regards to self-love, yeah, you do have to love yourself. I mean, I love myself. I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't. <laughs> right? But if we want to manifest 
an amazing life, we have to love ourselves enough to see ourselves as worthy of it. And you, my dear loved one, you are worthy. And you do deserve to live an amazing and abundant life. You could also see it as you have to do it. It's your obligation to go out and have an amazing, abundant life. Why is it an obligation? Why why is it something you have to do? Well, so you can carry the torch for those that didn't make it. And, probably more importantly, so that you can be an example for those still suffering in active addiction. So that you can be an example, a shining example, for those people who are new to sobriety. So maybe that's a different way of looking at things. That not only could you, but that you should go out and have an amazing and abundant life. Also, it should come easily and oh, so naturally. How's that, Matt? Well, I'm glad you asked. More on that in just a few minutes. In the case of like self-love and finding yourself worthy and deserving, you have to forgive yourself. You have to forgive yourself for things that you've done that caused other people pain, that caused you pain, You've got to learn to forgive yourself and move on. And in addition to that, we have to learn to not try to make up for lost time because that is absolutely something we cannot do. Never mind the fact that time is an illusion and that making up for lost time is kind of an oxymoron because there is only now. But I'm going to digress on that because that is kind of getting off into what some would say often to the woo-woo stuff. And I will not, and I have no fear of doing that. I will do that. And I can see things kind of going in that direction with this podcast. So hang on tight. It might get a little bumpy. But as far as self-forgiveness is concerned, we do have to forgive ourselves so that we can truly realize that we do deserve to live an amazing life. Because if you don't forgive yourself, if you still see yourself as a guilty party, if you still see yourself in negative light, how could you possibly see yourself as deserving of something good? Again, an oxymoron. So how do you forgive yourself? That's, that, that's, that's, the, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? I can tell you, recognize the things. Look a square in the face. Recognize the things that you have done to yourself and to others. Accept the fact that you are not perfect. You are You're a perfect creation, but you're not perfect. And I guess a big part of forgiving is looking at the ugly truth square in the face, accepting the fact that it's there. We did it. There's nothing we can do about that now. But we can move on from it. We have to accept it as that, yes, we did do that. And I wish I hadn't, but I did. But then again, maybe I don't wish I hadn't because... There's always lessons to be learned. There's always things that we can grow from. Everything that happens, I don't want to say happens for a reason, but there is some a lot to be learned from everything. So when I said you are a perfect creation, but you're not perfect, that means you basically come out of the womb just deserving of an amazing life. If you look out into the night sky, there is no shortage of stars. There's no shortage of anything. There are billions of stars just in this one galaxy. Oh, by the way, there's billions of galaxies, possibly trillions. I don't know what the exact numbers are. If somebody wants to correct me, go for it. I don't care. My point is, there is no there is no lack of anything. Anywhere you look, there's plenty of everything. 
I mean, hell, even the government's printing money out the wazoo. There's plenty of money out there. I can't say it's going to be worth much at one point, but whatever. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. The point is, there is no lack anywhere. The only lack is in our own minds. And even if we do manage to get over that, we've still got to forgive ourselves and see ourselves as worthy of abundance, worthy of an amazing life. And you absolutely are. We all are. I am worthy of it, but I have to fix my mindset. I have to forgive myself so that way I can move on and see myself as deserving. And sometimes that's hard because like with the whole survivor's guilt thing, you know, we've lost friends who were amazing people, right? So we have a friend who overdosed, passed away, and we still know his mom. We might feel a little bit guilty about living in victory, living in abundance, because we're afraid that she may see us as that should be my son. Why do you, who did the same thing, maybe even worse than her own son, why do you get to go and have that life? And my son's not here and he can't. If we zoom out the 30,000 foot view and look at it from up there, and look at the grand scheme of things, we may see things differently. We may see that that son who passed away has touched so many lives. We just don't know. Here's what we do know. Let me tell you what I don't know. I, I don't know what I don't know, but I'll tell you what I do know. How about that? There's your matism. I don't know why some things happen or don't happen. But what I do know is that you are in control of your own life. You are here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. And that purpose is to not be some weak little worm or even worse, for God's sake, not a victim. You're not a victim of anyone. If you're a victim, you're a victim of your own self. Correct? And I'll say that because like in society today, there's so much victimhood. You know, this whole mentality of victimhood. So many people think, I can't do this, I can't do that, blah, 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 blah. And they always blame it on some outside source. And just like with anything else, if you put it on if you put it on an outside source, then you're dependent on that source to make it right. Just like if you blame another person for your circumstances. At that point, you are in a position where you're waiting for that person to apologize or take steps to correct that before you can move on into a better life. And let's say that person doesn't see they did anything wrong. Maybe even society believes they didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. The point is, you are now in the position where you're sitting and waiting for someone else to make a move. So, we take it upon ourselves, good or bad, it's on me. And we go out and we live an amazing and abundant life. How many times have I said that already? Just in like 10 minutes. A bunch. Whatever. It's okay. Don't judge me. So what if by doing that, other people see you, other addicts who are still suffering, who are still struggling with addiction, they see you as someone who was down as low as they are, maybe worse, who recognized that they had a problem, realized that they were out of control, reached out for help, got the help they needed. Now they are that now they've got their momentum and now they are building an amazing life. That's something that people will step back and look at. And you may be leading by example. You may never know it. And that's okay. Because even if you're not 
oh darn, you've got a great life. That's that's fine. That's what you were going for anyway. But even better, what if people do see your example? What if enough of us do this and uh, and 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 we do reach other people, and then they go and they follow your example and they do it too. You see how this snowball gets to rolling down this hill and it's huge by the time it gets to the bottom. We can all pull each other up, but we can't pull somebody up until we're up there. You see where I'm going with this? That's why you have to do it. You have to go out and have an amazing life. If you're going to pull someone else up, you've got to get up there so that you can be there to pull them. And I'm not saying do the work for them. I am saying be there for them. Give them a hand up. Give them an example. And what is an amazing life? And that's that's all relative. That's just depend. That's up to you. If you live in America, you are already in what? What's the statistic? Top five percent in the world as far as wealth, as far as quality of life is concerned. Maybe even top two percent. I don't know. You're doing pretty well. Just by virtue of being born in North America, you are already have a quality of life far and away better than most people. That's something you need to be eternally grateful for. But getting to the real point, what is an amazing and abundant life to you? Well, it may, what, what is to you and what is to me very possibly are not the same thing. With the way the world is, obviously being financially abundant is a big issue. Let's just call it what it is. Do we want to be stinking rich? I don't know if that's what it takes. That's what if that's what floats your boat. Most people don't really care about the money as much as what it symbolizes, what it can do. It symbolizes freedom. It symbolizes a lot of things to a lot of different people. But you may be happy with a nine to five job working for a factory. Some people like that. They like having their set schedule. They like having that dependable paycheck. They like being able to come home to their their kids in the evenings, have dinner, maybe watch some TV. Someone else may not be happy with any of that. They want to live off the grid. They want to have a piece of land up on the side of a mountain somewhere where they are depending on on, on nothing. They've got they grow their own food. They generate their own power. All that. All that off-the-grid living thing. I think it's pretty fascinating seeing how people do that. It's not for me, but it's but for some people, that's exactly what their dream life is. Or you may be an entrepreneur. You may be someone who wants to own a business. Someone who provides a good or a service and wants to make a ton of money doing it. And, and then retire in some tropical paradise. But anyway, the point is, what does it for you? What is it that's going to make you want to get up and go? What are you going to want to, dare I say it, I'm going to do it, I don't care. What is it that you want to manifest into your life? Now understand, how how all that works, the inner workings, the mechanics of it all, the logistics, how we get where we're going, we got to let that part go. That's the letting go part. When you hear, when you hear all these self-help gurus and stuff say, talking about letting go, it's pretty much usually what they mean. So don't focus on the how. Just focus on the where. Where are we going? I want to be an off-the-grid guy. Okay, great. 
How are you going to get there? Of course, you got to figure out, you, you have to have a plan. You have to put things in action. You can't just sit over on your couch and have positive thoughts all day and expect things to happen. We know that. You got to be willing to put in the work. You'll probably get more than you ever imagined. Because like I said in the beginning, if you look into the night sky, there is no lack. There's only an abundance of stars, of everything in the universe. Billions of stars in each galaxy. Billions of galaxies. There is no shortage of anything. It's really rather amazing. If you ever want to be amazed by something, just Google like the size of our sun. How, how much larger than our planet Earth it is. And then how it compares to other stars such as Rigel or Betelgeuse. Yes, Betelgeuse, like the movie. Whatever. Just look up the comparisons of the star sizes. Our sun is like a pixel on a screen. And then like Rigel or Betelgeuse are like the size of a grapefruit. It's like, wait a minute. What? You're saying there's stars out there that are like thousands upon thousands of times bigger than ours? Yeah. Yeah. It's rather amazing. Anyway, just something interesting. Very cool. You can go look up. So what do we do? We obviously pull ourselves up. We get better. Then we go out and be of service to humanity. Because while we don't owe anyone anything, we probably do need to kind of pay it forward a little bit. While we don't owe anyone anything, except maybe some apologies and a promise to do better moving forward, of course, being of service to others, it's just the right thing to do. Just go do it. If you can help someone, if you can help that little old lady down the street by mowing her yard, just do it. I'm aware someone would charge that nice little old lady like some crazy amount of money, like 60 or 80 bucks or some crazy shit like that, something to mow her yard. I understand that. That's And that's nuts to me, how, the amount of money people pay for some of these services. But whatever. They pay it. So whatever. But maybe she can't afford to do that. Go mow her yard. Go do it. It's not that big of a deal. Take you, what, an hour at the most? Round trip from the time you leave to the time you get back. Just an idea. Just something to do. Meanwhile, work on forgiving yourself for the things that you've done. And find reasons to love yourself. I love myself for a lot of reasons. I'm actually a pretty cool guy, if I do say so myself. But the chance, really, most people are good, I've found. There are some uh, not great people out there. That's unfortunate, but whatever. We can only control what we can control. We can take care of what we can take care of. And that's what we're focusing on, what we're doing. Like, take time for ourselves. Go get a haircut. Cut your damn fingernails. God, I'm bad about that. I, I, I really am. And it's not that I'm dirty. I just, the only time I think about it is whenever I don't have time to do it. And then when I actually have time to do it, I don't freaking think about it. So yeah, that's something I guess I should work on. Cut my damn nails more often. <laughs> I need to work on a lot more than that, but whatever, all right? And what do you love to do? I love to go to like, I like to hike and I like to go to concerts. And I feel pretty good whenever I do those things. And it's always some reason why you can't do it. You know, you always say you, you want to go do this. Well, yeah, but I need—I really should be doing that or whatever. And in some cases, okay, yeah, you're probably right. You probably shouldn't do that right now. But just carve it out. Carve out those couple of hours. Go do it. Like for a concert, 
on a Saturday night, unless you've got some family obligation or something, go do it. Just go do it. You're not, it's not that, it doesn't cost that much money. You don't have to drink a ton of beer. You don't have to buy a t-shirt, although I recommend it. However, those aren't what, what's necessary. What's necessary is you're out having experience. You're out having fun and doing it with people you love is great. But now I went to, I've been to concerts. Some of the, I've been to concerts alone. I went and saw Devil Driver with Ginger opening by myself. Now, yeah, I ran into people I knew there. It was a great time. I was there alone. Yeah, it did help that I knew some of the people there. However, I wasn't kind of, I didn't come with them and I didn't leave with them. So I was still kind of solo. Had a freaking great time. Unbelievable. It was so fun. And also, when you're out there doing those things, opportunities are going to present themselves. Opportunities to be of service to people. Because some people are like, "I'd, I'd like to be of service to people, but I don't know what to do. Just sometimes your knowledge is is of great use to people. There's a lot of people who, like, I was in the insurance business for a long time. And it, to me, only because I was in the insurance business for so long and I know things, there's been times when people have said something that was insurance related and I'm like, oh my God, dude, that's not at all what it's like. And I may have saved them a ton of money. Or uh, I can tell you in one case, I actually saved a guy's job. Funny story behind that, his father had passed away. It was out of state. He took off for it, uh, had bereavement time from work. When he got back, they wanted to see proof that uh, that his father passed away and that there was an out-of-state uh, funeral and all that good stuff. He didn't have it. And then he goes through the, uh, he's trying to get a hold of a death certificate. That's basically what they want. And he can't get a copy of it. He can't, for whatever reason, he couldn't, he could not do it. He didn't know what to do. Uh, and since I had been in the life insurance business and dealing with people, I knew to tell him, hey, it's this is easy, very easy. Call the funeral home where the funeral where the services were. Tell him you need a copy. Tell him who you are. Tell me you need a copy of the death certificate. He called him five minutes, five minute phone conversation. His all his problems were solved. He almost lost his job because he didn't have it. Dear friend of mine, love him to death. Now, I mean, at that time we weren't close friends. I mean, we were cool, but whatever. So anyway, I'm going to do more on this. This whole self-love thing. Because we've got to love ourselves enough to want the best for ourselves. Just like you do for a child. You want the best for your child. Why? Because you love them. You don't want them to have bad experiences. You want them to have a great life. You need to want the same thing for yourself. Understand that you're God's child. Or the universe. Or whatever you want to call it. The creator. I tend to call it the creator. Or God. I kind of switch between the two. That's okay. Understand you're God's child. And there is no lack. There's only abundance out there. The same creator that created the universe and those billions of stars and every single one of the billions of galaxies also created you and considers you a child. What the hell makes you think you don't deserve better? So, this is Matt Stevens. This is my sober addiction. Thank you for listening, and I appreciate the kind thoughts of that I've gotten from people regarding the loss of my beloved Cooper, my dog, and um, with the breakup, yeah, it's it's tough, but you know, it's okay, it's all right. 
things are uh, already looking up, actually. So, that's good. So, I love you all, and I'll talk to you again. There's a distance in the light.